Are you ready for this? Your boys are back. Show dog. It's WrestleMania 15. <laughs> Main event, The Rock versus Stone Cold Steve Austin. Gola. Whitey, again, that motherfucker just hit a third. Suck my dick, New York. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. Oh, holy fuck, that guy hit some tanks, baby. And KG. It's, it's tough. As I, can, I, don't, I don't know. I don't even know. I'm sorry. I just got worked up about Girardi. I fucking hate the guy. <laughs> Bringing you hot take after hot take. It's BDB. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of BDB. In today's podcast episode, we will be talking about the major golf matchup that happened this weekend, um, the Celtics game one reaction uh, just happened. And then uh, Bill Belichick, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> uh, maybe a little bit of hockey talk we can get in there. And then we also got a draft. I think it's going to be a good one. It's going to be the uh, top TV shows uh, draft, our favorite TV show. So we got a big day. Um, I think we start with, uh, let's start with. I'm going to start with Bill Belichick. Um, All right. Yeah, let's get this negativity out of the way. Um, this guy, what what like, what like, are you doing? You miss playing the board. Uh, you're, you're, everyone used to say you're playing chess. Um, when they're playing checkers, it's just the opposite. You look like a buffoon. You're coaching like a buffoon. You lost Tom. You've done nothing since. Um, drafting Strange from Chattanooga, Tennessee. In the first round, I have I I listen to these people and they're like, oh yeah, this guy is a uh, watch the film. He sucks. I don't even think like if you draft him in the fifth round, I would be like, okay, he's getting cut. You draft him in the first round, and I still don't think he's gonna see the field. Um, just just awful value. I don't know much about you know offensive uh, linemen when it comes to college players and whatnot, but I feel like everything I heard said that a lot of teams said he wasn't making it out of the second round. So I feel like if that's the Patriots guy, then like sometimes you have to go above the value and get him. If that's the guy you want to get. Yeah. So maybe that's what happened in that situation. Well, and I, I, I saw a clip from like Kyle Shanahan. I think it was like today or from yesterday. I can't remember exactly what day. And he was kind of going along the lines of, he's like, you know, all these pundits and all these people in the media can have certain players tabbed in certain rounds. He goes, but at the end of the day, their value is what somebody's willing to draft him at. Mm-hmm. He's like, so, you know, you can have all these guys say this, well, that strange is a fourth or fifth round pick. Well, somebody took him in the first round. And, and I agree with, and I have seen that too, Kevin, that other teams were like, he weren't making it much longer. He was going to, mm-hmm. which, so I, I don't know. I mean, I, I do see some, some stuff. It looks like he's, you know, he's got a, I want to, I don't want to say a high motor, but, He's a physical guy, but there's also some clips of him just getting completely fucking dominated too. But yeah, and, and so there's I, nothing I don't, more I, don't really I hate than hearing these fucking experts tell me that he's a football guy. There was uh, I don't know 280 kids drafted. They're all fucking football guys. Every <laughs> one of them are. Uh, doesn't doesn't put tape on his hands and doesn't make glo- gloves. You're a fucking idiot. Get, get your hits hand in the freezing cold, buddy. That ain't gonna feel so good. 
I don't give a shit about that. I want a good football player. Like I want something and I don't care that he went guard. I, I just actually mm-hmm. I'm not happy when guard. I don't think he's that great of a player anyway. I think there was way better players on the board. Um, I actually oh, I truly was. believe this because after the draft, I went back and watched like some Jason Hines at LSU is their six round pick. I, I'm telling you right now, I think he has a longer, better career in New England. Than strange. Um, he's a little bit, he's a smaller, compact, uh, six three three thirty, whereas Strange is taller. He's about six six three ten. I I like I like the bowling balls, man. The Shaq Masons that you know they might not drop you on your ass, but you fucking get hit and they hit you lower, um, and they just stop you right in your tracks. That's my kind of guy. So, um, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he didn't see the field for a couple years. <clears throat> it just seems crazy to me though that that they draft you draft a guy at 29 in the first round and he's a project. Like they have to think he's a plug and play guard. Yeah. Like I just can't imagine you draft a guy with a 29th pick in the first round and you're like, well, we hope he develops into a pretty solid player two or three years from now. Yeah. You don't do that with a first round pick. You do that with guys in the fourth or fifth round. So I, I, they obviously think he's a plug and play guard and well, I mean, we'll see. I mean, if, if, Three years from now, four years from now, if we look back and said he's played in every fucking, he started every game for the last four years, it was probably a fairly successful pick. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think we talked about this a little bit yesterday. I think the guy I'm, we're most excited about is uh, Tyquan Thornton. Um, Without a doubt. Ton of speed. Hopefully he can, you know, adds a different elements to the Pats offense where they can kind of take the top off a little bit. Um I do have some questions on whether or not Mac can really push it downfield um, like that, but uh, I don't know. We'll see what happens with them. I mean, I, the Patriots have never had any luck drafting fucking wide receivers. So. No, they're terrible. And it just reminds receivers. me, it reminds me a little bit <laughs> of uh, the Bethel Johnson when they drafted him. Super fast wide receiver, never yeah. amounted to shit in the NFL. So hopefully it's not the case. Yeah. NFL's changed his speed a little bit, so hopefully they can put him in a better position than they did Bethel Johnson. Do you guys know much about this prospect grading stuff? Like when they actually give a grade, I'm looking on NFL right now, and for Cole Strange, I got like him rated as a 6.29, and it says he will eventually be an average starter. That's what a 6.29 equates to. So for your first pick, getting a guy that will eventually be an average starter, I feel like Belichick didn't really hit one out of the park on that. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I don't think he's that good either. And and the value is what really kills it, right? So if you could have got him in the second round and say you wanted to go, you know, you went two corners later, you could have got uh, not traded back. And I think went with Kier Elam, who uh, the more I look at Kier Elam out of Florida, and I'm not just saying this because he's from Florida, the fucking kid played star. You go and look at the list of guys that he defended one-on-one and did, held his own. Uh, he had games where he went halftime against Justin Jefferson, man to man. He went against Jamar Chase, man to man. Played well against Jamar Chase. Uh, uh, all the kids out of Alabama, uh, Waddle. He went against one on one. Like he defended him without safety help. Did that, and yeah, you know, he got beat sometimes, but not often. And he made plays against him too. It's like that's a corner you'd want, right? That's a that's a potential number one corner. And he's not even 21 yet. He's the youngest guy in the draft. Yeah. He came in, so he was playing Jamar Chase before he was 18. Think about that. Before he was 18. It's, yeah. I just I just and, think they missed on that so much. I think it hurts even more that he went to the Bills. So. That was the next line. And yeah. then Buffalo trades up to get him because 
Oh, I, I said Buffalo look out to get McCreary, who went right in the next corner after Elam, yeah. um, who I loved. But I liked Elam more, what? and he's just so good from the outside, that man-to-man and jam coverage every time, which not a lot of kids dare to do that anyway. Can, let me ask you this, and this is obviously I'm being a little, I don't know, I want to say negative about it, but obviously I think we can all agree for the next 10 years, Buffalo's the cream of the crop in the AFC East, right? Yeah. Um, as long as Josh Allen's there. He's healthy and he's And there. let's say in three years, three to four years, would it surprise you at this rate if the Patriots are the worst team in the division? Um, yeah, because I, th- I do think Mac Jones is better than what people think. Um, I think he's a lot better than Tua, and I think Zach Wilson sucks. So I think you're usually as good as your quarterback, and um, we never know what's going to happen with this offense coming up. But if they can actually I, get it to connect, um, I think they have a chance to, to be good. I think they should be second in the division. I really do. But would it surprise me? With the way fucking Bill's coaching and GMing, no. Because I mean, I look at obviously I don't I don't like Tua. I think Tua is shit. But yeah, you know, look at I look at you look at what the freaking Jets did in the draft, and you want to talk about teams that like hit a fucking home run. There, I mean, there's some people that are saying they got on there like these some of these draft pundits, big boards. They got three of the top fucking ten players in some people's big boards mm-hmm. with got with Sauce Gardner, Garrett Wilson, and Jermaine Johnson, and then they get to the, the what everybody said was easily the best running back in the class, Brees Hall from Iowa State, too. So um, I still think it's like I agree with you. I think it's the Jets, and I think, like you said, they, they will go as far as uh, Wilson takes them, which I don't think is going to be very far. But yeah. um, it was just like a, a question because I feel like I just – I haven't – I don't love what the Patriots of what they're doing right now. I, I do like Mac a lot. But then I'm like – then, you, you know, the Patriots have always found like pretty good value in the like the rounds like three through six, I feel like. And then I just – I find it strange taking a quarterback – in the fourth round where they, I think they had so many other fucking needs. Um, I understand, you know, you, you know, they come out and say, Oh, well, you can only have so many quarterbacks. Well, if you have your franchise guy, you don't need a fucking really good. Like, I think the whole idea of having like a really good backup is just a mute point. Cause it's like, if your starter goes down for the year, who gives a fuck? Just get a draft pick and get the guy back. Like, I, I don't know. I don't, I just think it's a waste of a fourth round pick. Um, with this Bailey Zappi kid from Western Kentucky. I don't know. I don't mind. I don't mind Zebby, but I will say, just be like. I don't, I don't mind know, him. These... I, I don't mind him. Right? Yeah. I, I just know don't you, like you, you told me you liked round. him as when we, you know we were golfing. We talked about it, and you said you liked him anyway. And I see what you're saying. Um, they only have so many spots in the roster. I mean, really, if you went and looked, they only probably had coming into it eight open spots up for grabs as it is. So, um, some of these kids will get injured with like a, a they'll they'll like cut their toenails short and they'll put them on the IR for the year. That's just the way it's gonna fucking work. Well, um, so this whole thing was happy too. I mean, they did just sign Hoyer right to an extension. So essentially, this is what's gonna happen with a fourth round pick. Stidham, I mean, Stidham's gone at this point. Oh, right? Stidham's well definitely gone. But I'm saying like that was like like didn't they draft him in the third or fourth round a couple of years ago? Yeah, yeah. I, I just. I, I don't know. I mean, that seems like a fucking waste of, and we can nitpick on everything they've done and what yeah. they haven't done, but I just, I, I, I don't know. I think if you have your franchise guy, I don't really necessarily think having a, like a really good backup is that important. Cause in my opinion, if I lose my starting quarterback for the whole year, yeah, you play to win, but it's like, I would much rather just like lose and get a high draft pick and then get, go roll with my starter. Um, I don't know. I just, I don't really care for it that much. I don't mind it if it was in the sixth, maybe even the fifth or, but fourth round seems a little too high for me. 
Yeah. Is, and is I, he the next settlement or is he not a, not a, like a runner type? No, Zappy's a pretty big dude, I think. Is he? Yeah. And he led, he led the, six, one, two, 20. broke the record for most touchdowns in a season. Uh, he had 62 I think touchdowns. He the, set, the, yeah. Air. Yeah. He said, you know, I mean, you look at what he did. He was, he had just under 6,000 yards passing and 62 touchdowns last year. In I thought Burrow years. had over 70 his final year there, but I could be wrong. It's going to be interesting. I, I don't uh, – and the thing is, too, is like, you know, I haven't – do you know anything about this, the two corners they took, Shory? I mean, yeah, I know Mar- they're both – Marcus Jones is a freak athlete, man, out of is Houston. <laughs> yeah, good kick return guy, too. Um, So I think that he was, like, definitely a fit. Like, I would have loved him in round two, the fact they got him in round three. Like, I love Marcus Jones. Um, I feel like guys with Jones, like the last name of Jones, they just look – I don't know why, but sometimes I feel like they're just a little more athletic than well, – uh, but that means they're going to have three corners with the last name of Jones. So John Jones, Jones, Marcus yeah. Jones, and the other guy they drafted was also a Jones. Um, Jackie Jones. Jack, yeah, from Arizona State. Um, Neither but, of those guys are big. Like They're like on the smaller no. side for corners, right? Marcus Jones like, is probably going to be playing inside. Really, like, he got beat on plays at the line of scrimmage on, on the jam. So he's up there jamming, which I always will give credit to in college. And then he gets beat, and he still recovers so nice. He's got good footwork, yeah. and he's – I think he was one of the best five, uh, kick returners in the country. So He's 5'8". He's, he's a small guy. Yeah, that's small. That's real small. But uh, good athlete. I mean, if he's – if I, I bet you if you watch his film and he gets up to about six foot, six foot one, you're talking first-round talent, uh, no doubt. You were right. Zap did uh, break his record 62 this year. Yep. Um, I, I just think – to be careful of calling so many of these guys like already like I would I don't know what the exact number is but I would say two thirds of the first round even ends up becoming like starters like if you look at him five yeah. years from now then only two thirds of the first round will become starters and maybe maybe five players will become a two time Pro Bowler so when we say the Jets won we really don't know you because like something crazy could happen where a guy tears his ACL, and then one of them is just not good. Oh, so then you have sure. one of them that's good, and then you still have a shit quarterback. So they just none of them really develop. Um, like you look at the Raiders from a couple of years ago with Clellan Farrell that they took in the you know top five pick. Um, then they went with Jonathan Abrams, who I had as the number one safety. I loved him. It just stinks. He can't cover. Like literally, it's like a hundred percent throwing rate against the guy. Um, and then Josh Jacobs, who, I mean, he's good, but he's always hurt. So I mean, how good are you if you can't be on the field? So yeah, I, and that's what's like so weird about some of these situations. But you have like these guys, like you have, like the Jets. They took three guys in the first round, and their third round pick could be the best player of all of them. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, for sure. It's, it's, but it's, it's even odd. him, he's gonna have to split because I love the running back that got out of uh, the out of North Carolina last year. Oh he was yeah, dominate in the second half. Williams is that his name? Last name? Yes, Williams. it is Williams. I can't think of the first name, but I, I know he went to UNC. Um, little, little tough back, man. Um, <clears throat> so, you know, these guys, these like experts are already like putting these guys down as, you know, the next pro bowlers or like premier guys of the position. And it's like, well, so a lot of them aren't going to work out. Um, and then, and then you go to the second round, maybe 33% of the second round becomes a lead starter in five years. Like it, it's really, you know, if you can get two starters five years from now in a draft, you're done really well. Um, yeah. That's just the way it works. So, yeah, no, it's not. I mean, nothing's 
it's a crapshoot. I mean, it really is. I mean, these guys obviously do their best. Like they do put a ton of time in scouts and everything yeah. like that to like, but it's really at the end of the day, it's you're just, like you said, you're hoping to hit on like two guys in a draft or two or three guys. Yeah. And then like, you can continue to maintain your roster. And um, the thing so that it, made bill so good is right. Like you look at David Andrews, late round <clears throat> pick Joe Tooney, late oh, round pick. David Andrews, Jack David Mason. Andrews was on. Yeah, wasn't right. David was Andrews undrafted. Uh, un- undrafted out of Georgia. So, and then Jack Mason, late round pick, uh, Anunwa, late round pick. I mean, th- he's just dominated getting interior offensive linemen in the se- in the late rounds, and then he goes and blows his first round pick because I'm like, I trust well, you getting guys in the fourth round. Like right. this kid that I'm talking about from LSU in the sixth round pick, I I watch his film, Chase Hines, and I'm like, wow, this kid is just really good at getting out of his stance and pulling and and absolutely hammering backside ends it's he's awesome at it and you know i would feel very comfortable with him trying to get a starting spot going into the year and i and i think that that's one of the reasons why i'm like i obviously would would have rather them gone with something else at at that position at 29 they traded back and i like the deal they made the trade back they got an extra third and a fourth for it i think maybe a six or something very good deal made sense i get that um but that, and that, I guess that's why a little bit, or oh, I'm like, well, you know what? I'm not overly, I'm not too pissed off. I don't love it, but it's like, I do feel like the Patriots have done well drafted linemen over the, you know, since I can yeah. remember they've hit on a lot of fucking guys. So I, that's why I'm like, well, you know what? Maybe he, they really did see something in this, something that they can, um, you know, they like this guy a lot. So mm-hmm. I, that's why I'm a little bit not. I don't know. I, I'm kind of indifferent on it because they've had a history of hitting on some of these guys. Yeah. I would have also loved to see them um, find a way to get into Kobe Dean, but uh, that didn't happen with the Eagles in the third round. Yeah, it didn't happen. I wish it would have. I mean, Jesus Christ. Uh, the other guy fucking slid. Yeah, I, I had him as a I had him actually as the fifth best player in the draft. So just just to watch that of, killed me. A lot of people had him high. Yeah. So, I mean, I. I Marcus Jones, I'm excited about Tyquan Thornton. I think that he's a dynamic player. He's like so unique that, you know, you have these guys that run, you know, streaks, right? So like they're on the outside, they run a streak. He's going to run it so fast that he's going to have to be like a unique player with like Tyreek Hill, where I'm not saying, I'm not comparing to Tyreek by any means, but like Tyreek, when he runs a streak, isn't just down the sideline. Like he has to start cutting across the middle of the field because he's so fast. Yeah. And that, you know, if you wait three seconds, you're he's already out of your throwing range. So. They're going to have to, like, use him in a unique way where he, like, instead of just running straight down the middle of the field, he's going to have to cut across and, like, have the defender on his hip. It's going to be – it'll be interesting. Yeah, I mean, I, I just – I hope it just adds a whole different, like, element to the – to that offense. I mean, I think they have a solid receiving core with uh, Devontae Parker now. Um, I'm drawing a blank on that. The rest of them. Holy oh yeah, shit. Nelson Aguilar, uh, Bourne. Aguilar. And, I think Bourne's and, the best one, and then I think and Myers Jacoby is probably Myers. most consistent. So, so uh, I yeah, I stay. I don't know. I just um. Yep. I'm not happy with the first round pick, but I will say the same idiots that are telling him that he got an F on this grade are the same idiots that said he got an A when he drafted Nikhil Harry. So just. You know well, what I mean? And I and I, I let's just kind of go back to what Kyle Shanahan said, and that and that whole thing was, um. What the fuck is going on with this dryer right now? This, <laughs> this thing's banging over here. Um, it, it's just the value is what wherever he's drafted. I mean, like I said, like, these guys can say that he's all fourth or fifth round talent, but if there's a fucking team in the NFL who drafts him in the first round, they clearly think he's a first round talent. And I, my head is, I would go off of 
what a actual NFL front office says over fucking Todd McShay. I mean, I like mm-hmm. Todd McShay, but he also, he's also, if he was that brilliant of a fucking football mind, he'd probably he'd be, be working for a front office. Yeah. They'd be paid. Yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, it's just like any of these guys. They'd be paid. They'd be in a front. Well, the Raiders did. They took what's his name, and his first draft was Farrell Adams and Jacobson. They just declined all the their fifth year options. So. Oh, Mayock. Yeah, yeah. Mike Mayock. Yeah. So. That worked uh, out well. Him and fucking Gruden. Yeah. Um, Celtics played today, one o'clock. Um, played against uh, Giannis and the Bucks. Didn't show up. Game two. Let's go to game two. And I'm not. I'm, what do you got to say, Kev? I was going to say something about the draft, actually. I, I Obviously, oh, I don't bad. know nearly as much about you guys and stuff, but just, like, a couple things. Like, it seemed like this year was, like, a lot of, like, records were broken with the draft. Like, University of Georgia, for one, they had five defensive players in the first round. That's the most ever. Insane. They had two more selected later in the draft, so they had seven defensive players. I was going to say, and the Kobe D might have been the best one. It, oh, my opinion, was was the best one, and he was not even until the third round. So it should have been six. Uh, so they had seven defenders and they had 15 total players. So eight more guys drafted like offense, special teams. I'm not sure, but so 15 players, that's also a record. Um, another, another thing I saw was that there were 54 picks in between the first quarterback taken and the second quarterback taken. That's the second most of all time in 75. There was a little bit more. Um, and then the last thing was, uh, first five picks, all defensive players. First time that's ever happened to in history. So, uh, yeah. A lot of firsts happening this year. It's interesting. I uh, I was just telling these guys before I got on. Now with you know having a kid, you can't like sit there and after the fact of the draft happening and go back and study like if I I mean we could go and pick our favorite you know teams draft, but you know I don't know exactly everyone's. I didn't didn't even I was so mad at Bill for taking the fucking strange guy in round one that I was just like oh I'll find the rest on Twitter. Fuck this. Uh, and the last, last thing I want to say, too, about it is that I think the Jets were the winners just because those picks ahead. But I think a team close second would probably be the Eagles. I think the trade they got for A.J. Brown, I think that's huge for them. Yeah. And then also be able to draft uh, Jordan Davis, too. Yeah. So Ravens, I love. Linderbaum, Who I told you Abajo. before going into it, highest ceiling, Abajo. So. Travis Jones is a big nose tackle, too, from Connecticut. Yeah, yeah, I know. I I was gonna say it's Baltimore, and that the thing is with Baltimore, they got yeah. they had two first round picks, and they're both gonna be day one starters for them, and they're if they have like a healthy team next year, they're a playoff team, and they just added two yeah. day one starters, no doubt, to that roster. So the Ravens, depending on what Lamar sh- whatever Lamar Jackson shows up, they could be pretty scary. Well, I think uh, that they showed in this draft that they're getting back to mean football and they're going to be running the fucking rock. See you later, Hollywood Brown. Like, I like you, but um, we're going to run the fucking rock and we're going to put you in position to win, even to know your stats aren't going to be the best. They might they yeah. might be actually awesome for fantasy because, you know, running stats are better and he might put up another thousand yard r- rushing yet, not uh, rushing season. And, and the thing was, with, like, with that whole thing, I know a lot of people, like, kind of ripped him up the Ravens for making that deal. Listen, I mean, Hollywood, Hollywood Brown's a good receiver, but if he, if if, like, if he's getting to the point where he wants to start demanding like top end wide mm-hmm. receiver money, mm-hmm. he's fucking nuts. Cause he's nowhere near some no. of these guys. No. Not even in the, he's not even the same ballpark as far as I'm concerned. No. And he, if I'm... He's a solid, he's a solid number two, but there's no way that guy's even close to a one. Right. Yeah. And I wonder what like he'll get for a contract because the Eagles give a first round pick for AJ Brown. If Arizona could give a first round pick for AJ Brown instead of Hollywood Brown, 
I would much rather have AJ. And then they right, he signed think, a hundred hundred mil contract like that night. That so, night, right? And I think Hollywood's going to be due pretty quick too. So I don't know the when. The whole Hollywood thing though was that's that was Arizona trying to make Kyler happy. Former well, teammate, mm-hmm. former teammate, best friend. They were like best friends in mm-hmm. Oklahoma. No, so they were that fantastic was, that, there. Right. So I think that's that was a whole thing of because they made that there was some rumors saying Kyler wanted to be traded, and I think this was just like a bargaining chip or a peace offering to say, hey, mm. we'll bring your best friend over here. Um, are we all good now? <laughs> yeah. Yep. So you Celtics, don't want to talk Celtics? You know, no, we talk? We, we'll talk Celtics. They just didn't show today. Um, you know what? I watched Jalen Brown since, didn't show up, dude. Oh, he had a tough game. But we've I've watched them since January 1st. They've been bully balled. Like, they have bullied every team they've played pretty much. Um and the Bucks came out and just fucking absolutely dominated him in the physical end of the court. Uh, the the Celtics didn't know what to do. They were putting their arms up in the air, like they would just look that you know it looked like they were like the little brother of the Bucks. And I just exp- I you know and they were been off for a little bit. So I am not worried about it at all. I think the Celtics come out. I think they absolutely dominate game two. I think they're going to be way more physical, ready to go from the start. And then they got to they got to steal one in Milwaukee, which is going to be tough. But they shot horrible today. The Bucks shot great, and I think if they can make some shots, it flips the whole game. And uh, they were still in it till the end, till Peyton Pritchard missed four threes in a row. But um, and and who I think is and all of them were good shots in my opinion. I was like, this kid wide open, automatic. But uh. It just just wasn't going today. It wasn't their day, and and that happens. So, um, you would have liked to see Tatum step up and Jalen step up a little bit more to get him going, but that didn't happen. It whatever. I'm on to the game too. Uh, it, it kind of it's kind of funny to me. Like Giannis obviously had a triple double, but he didn't have the greatest shooting day today. He only shot nine for twenty five, mm-hmm. which is unlike him. He's like above fifty percent shooter all the time. But it kind of reminds me of like when LeBron was in like the finals back in like twenty sixteen, and like Iguodala got the MVP. Right, because he deed him up, and like, but today Horford like deed up Giannis. Yeah, he's been him well. But like, he got a triple double. You know what I mean? But like, Giannis, when, when when Horford was on Giannis, like he was like, yes, deed him up, tough. And credit to Giannis, like he understood like Horford's playing me well. Let's find the open guy. Like let's just get mm-hmm. a little bit of a couple dribbles to the paint, have them collapse, and let me find my open man. And they were not missing. So. Yep. You know, that's what's that's what's we talked about Tatum doing it in, in against Brooklyn, but that's I mean Giannis is better than Tatum anyway. That's so but the fact that he realized he doesn't have to score every time. Um and they didn't have Middleton and they still were just making yep. bucket after bucket. Grayson Allen, oh just killed me to watch him drilling these threes. But they, they played great. They especially on the de- the defensive end is where really the Bucks won that game. The biggest stat I wrote down was just points off turnover. The difference oh. Bucks had 27 points off turnovers and Celtics only had six. So that's um, a difference maker right there. I'm going to say this. This is going to be a hot take. Marcus Smart won defensive player of the year. I'm taking Drew Holiday all day. Um, That fucking guy can defend mm-hmm. like nobody else, man. I know Marcus makes more Marcus plays like he'll make the harder defensive play here and there. And it's like flashy. But I couldn't imagine just trying to dribble by Drew Holiday. Like, that's a hard fucking task to do. Like, he makes everything hard on on players. Like, just to get the ball up for a shot, it's like his hands are already in the way. Uh, and Marcus is great and all. Marcus is strong, but he's a little more uh, – he's got flair to his game, where Drew is just so mm-hmm. good, man. And I, I feel I, like 
I feel like Holiday is so underrated, man. And I, yeah. I feel like I feel like he's so much better in the playoffs too. And I, maybe it's because the defense ratchets up. But I, I feel like he's super underappreciated in the NBA. Yeah. And like, and there was some times long- the Celtics were on a run, and he would hit like a tough, you know, mm-hmm. little pull up, and it was like, boop, there goes that run. So I didn't, I didn't watch any of the game today, but um, what's what's the long term outlook on Smart? Did he dislocate his shoulder or something? He acted like he dislocated his shoulder. He, you know, like I said, he's got some flair to his game. He ran to the locker room with his like uh, arm on the ground, but I never actually saw a report that he did dislocate it. I saw that he had like a sprained shoulder. He hurt his knee too. Um, Rob Williams got kicked in the nuts and acted like he was just about to die. He did, like yeah. Um, like, I, they, they just got bullied today, man. Um, uh, Smart came back and played in the game. I think it happened the first half and he came back. Yeah, and, played, so, and then I he mean, went. Who knows how it responds tonight, you know, but. With five minutes left, he went back to the locker room. Did, did, did he have his hair like that in the first round, too? No, not green. I not didn't think so, tips. yeah. No, he did. He had green tips? Not, not like this. It's like, oh, it's like yeah. green, green, oh, like the whole thing. Oh, like had, the entire yeah. hair is all yeah, green. Yeah. Oh, he had no. like little he tips had, of his. He had like green streaks or highlights yes. or something like that. Yeah. I was uh, saying, I didn't see, I didn't watch, like I said, I didn't watch it today. But. Yeah, no, he definitely had like a little, little tint of green before, but now it's like green, green. Um, But no, uh, we'll, we'll see what happens in game two. Like I said, I think the Celtics Mountain dominate him. Um, Tuesday probably. night. Tuesday night. Perfect Tuesday for the, night. uh, perfect for the podcast. So. Yep. Get a full night of watching that. Come back on Wednesday. I'll be uh, sipping some Natty Lights, happy with a smile after a big dub. And then the other game tonight, the Warriors and Grizzlies, that was a really awesome game. It was it was a lot different than the Celtics-Bucks. I feel like just the offenses are more explosive. You know, I feel like Bucks-Celtics is more defensive. And it was, it was a pretty fun one to watch. I feel like they were going back and forth right at the end of the game. Uh, Warriors pulled it out, but... One thing that was crazy to me is that uh, Warriors had the lead, and there was probably like 15 seconds left in the game, and they get a switch, and Curry was Ding up Morant. Morant went right to the hoop, and like Curry blocked him like at the rim, which was like awesome to see. So then the Warriors hit the ball back, and they foul Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson goes to the free throw line, up one, misses both free throws. No. Yeah, misses both, and then um, there was like. Is he like seconds. 90% from the line too? Yeah, I think they said like him, Curry, and Poole are all like top ten in free throws percentage this year or something like that. So, uh, and then the um, final final play of the game they had it was a really cool drawn up play. I thought they did like um, Morant was like in the backcourt, and then they did three guys across the the foul line in the front court, and then they basically inbounded the, to one of the guys around the free throw line, and then had Morant just dive as fast as he possibly could to the hoop, so he had a full head of steam going. And they passed him the ball, and he he had a shot at the rim and missed it. But it was a cool play design because I think Morant's the, he's the best when he's going to the hoop, you know. No, oh, yeah. So with four seconds, it, it was a good play. It's um, like I said, I didn't see any of this game either. I but I did see in a group chat somebody sent the highlight of that. The flagrant two they called on Draymond was yeah, bullshit. Such a it's a bullshit call, and it's one of those things that like like that play on that. F- call can affect an entire series yeah it's game one but if golden state goes on to lose that game with i you know draymond is like the glue that holds that team together i feel like as mm-hmm. much of a kind of an idiot as he is about stuff sometimes the guy is like 
one of the most important, if not the most important piece yeah. of that team. He's so good defensively. He can cover all, all five positions. He's just a fucking beast. Mm-hmm. Um, and like if if they end up losing that game, it's like it just changes the whole dynamic of the series. Now, and I'm anxious to see because isn't it like a flake? Anytime there's a flaker in two, they go out for review, like whether this additional like disciplinary action taken. Yeah, Which I can't, I can't imagine, imagine that. Does. I think if yeah. you get two in the playoffs, you're you miss a game. I could see this one getting what do they call it rescinded to like a to a one, yes. and it should because because it almost looked awful. like he, it almost looked like he tried to hold him up. That, yeah. The shirt grab was a hold like he hammered the wrist, which okay that he absolutely hammered him. If you want to give, I was like okay if you're gonna give a flagrant whatever. I, I didn't I didn't know if it was, but it is Draymond, so let's let's let not let it get chippy. And then when they injected him, it was ridiculous. But I think the shirt grab was like, I hammered you. Now you're coming down. Let me grab your shirt and try to keep you up. So I don't get flagrant, but that looked worse than it was. And then if you really slowed it down, you were like, no, he's just holding him up. Um, But apparently they thought he was was holding down. What was funny is when he got ejected, he was like running around the court, like egging the egging the. Like kind of egging the Memphis fans on. Was, that was pretty I funny. saw I saw stuff and it was like it was like saying it was Draymond Green but it was Antonio Brown when he left the Bucks. It was like how he was acting. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, one thing too, I just want to say is that like I didn't really watch a ton of this guy during the season, but like Jordan Poole is so fucking so impressive, good. dude. Yeah, it's incredible awesome. to me how like he he looks like he's the best player on the court. Honestly, who's gonna get a payday? He just does everything. It seems like too. Uh, he, you know, he's opening my eyes. You know what's crazy too about this this the Warriors team is they're you know they were they're at the second round of the playoffs. You know, probably have a legit shot to make a run for another title. And they had the number one pick last year. And the guy hasn't he doesn't even fucking play, does he? Or is he hurt? <laughs> I can't remember. Wiseman he is, hasn't done. Sh- it's he James hasn't... Wiseman. He played at Memphis. The guy, oh yeah, like, big tall fucking anything lefty. this year. Yeah, uh, he's been hurt all year. year. Been hurt all year. Year. But he did yeah. decent last year with without any of these guys. None of them were there, but he played pretty decent oh, so, last year. Oh, so he's not a he's not a rookie this year. No, no rookie last year. Shows how much I shows how much I pay attention. Cade Cunningham uh, was the the number one pick this year. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Wiseman played thirty nine games this year, averaged eleven and a half and six rebounds. Oh, I didn't even so, know he I played mean, at all he, this year. So yeah. if he played, I mean that's not really wrong. I mean that's not what you want on like a number one pick, but that's not like. That's not no. bad numbers. I feel like he had stints. He never like played a. He didn't play a complete like thirty nine in a row. You know what I mean? It was like he missed the beginning of the season, then he came back, played a little bit, missed. A, I think that's the way it works. So never really got into like a rhythm. I don't think. But he's not even on the roster for the playoffs. Well, he was playing in the G League at one point this year, wasn't he? Oh, was he? I think I so. Don't know. I'm not even sure. Yeah. You that's, want that's to uh, yeah, talk some so. some Bruins goal? We got a, a Bruins Hurricane matchup starting tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow, tomorrow night. night. And then we'll be on. It'll be we'll probably be seeing the end of the game on Wednesday when we record. So I might have Ooh. some random outburst during that. Yeah. <laughs> Love uh, those. Who do you think will uh, start uh, in goal for game one? All Mark. Has that been said Allmark. yet? I don't think they've. I haven't seen it if they've I mean, announced it. Um, I Omar's think Omar's the hot hot hand, right? I mean, yes, yes. Swayman kind of tailed Swayman off. A had bit. A, yeah, he had a really good start to the year. Um, and then when Tuka come back, he, they sent him down. And I think when he came up, he played pretty well. Uh, then he kind of like he's been he's been up and down the last 
month or so, month and a half. Omar seems to be the guy. And I, I just also, I know Omar's been playing in Buffalo the last few years, but he's also got a little more experience than Swayman does. Um, but I, the, what I like about the situation the Bruins are in with the, with those two guys is if, you know, if they feel the need to make a change in that, they're confident in both of them. So yeah. um, it's going to be interesting. The Bruins have, they, I think they played Carolina two or three times this year and got completely fucking dusted. Like I'm talking, like you think that they got outscored like 16 to two in three games or whatever. Um, I think playoff hockey is a little bit different. Everything's tightened up. Um, and I do think one of those games was two and Tuca started and they leave out of like five in the first period. Yeah. Um, and I also feel like, I feel like all year we haven't had a fully healthy uh, top unit. Like Marshawn's played no. some. He's been kind of off lately. Um, and then uh, Pasanak has been injured here and there too. Like I feel like they just haven't had a full good lineup all year. And, and, and it, it seems see, like they are, right? They're all pretty healthy yeah, going into I think this, so. As of, as of right now, I think they are. And, I mean, they get, they're going to have all their defensive pairings there. Their top two lines, when they when they made the change and moved mm-hmm. DeBrusque up to the first Good line one. and dropped Pasenak down, it kind of did wonders for that lineup, to be honest. It added some depth to it. Um, I, and I think I, – I know they didn't play Carolina that well this year, but I do think the Bruins, oddly enough, have the goalie advantage. Anti Ratna and I think it's uh, is it Reimer. I don't really love Carolina's goaltending, and I and I think that the Bruins, you know, with with Allmark, I think they have the best goalie in the series, and I think there's the Bruins have a chance to, um, you know, to kind of I don't want to say steal a series, but I mean they went in as a wild card, and Carolina won their division. So, mm-hmm. um, I, I like what the Bruins, I like their chances against Carolina, and I just don't, I. I don't really love the Bruins' chances for a Stanley Cup this year. Um, I think the top three teams in the East or whatever are way too good between Florida, Tampa, and Toronto. And then I also, and then once you get to the West, Cal- I mean anything can happen, but Colorado is a fucking wagon. Um, I, it's I love the NHL playoffs. Like I will watch every game I possibly can, regardless of the Bruins are playing. Um, but I uh, so don't, I. I, I I was gonna say I don't know anything about this, and maybe uh, maybe this guy's hurt or something. But Carolina's goalie Frederick Anderson is like the second best goals against and the fourth best save percentage. You say yeah. Him? So Freddie, no, I I I said James Reimer. I think Reimer was there last year. Freddie Anderson year, yeah. was yeah. Freddie Anderson came from Toronto, and then I think the other one was Anti Ranta. But I think I thought I had read something that it is Anderson's hurt. I think. Oh okay. And that's why I. I could be wrong with that, but I thought I had read something that they said their uh, Ranta or Ranta, however you pronounce it, was possibly starting against the Bruins tomorrow night because Anderson couldn't go. But I also like I've been pretty today's been kind of a fucking days for me anyway. But um, I as as a guy who I mean, I watch him probably once every two weeks, um, but as a guy who listens to you know, Boston radio every day. The DeBrusque situation is one of my favorite situations right now where the guy requests a trade um, because he's playing like shit. He's been benched a few times. They move him to line the first line. He ends up playing the best hockey of his life, maybe even like the best on the team right now. Um, And now it's like totally flipped the switch, but he still kind of like probably wants out. It's just, it's, it's funny that it happened. Um, um, obviously they didn't like no team gave him what they wanted, but they valued him. Even, you know, he signed an extension to make it more valuable on the trade yep. market and then still no trade happened and he gets stuck here in Boston. And now he's playing great. It's just, 
That's yeah, that's shit you can't make out. No, it, it's and like you said, it's been a whole the Bruins the dynamic of that for top line. I mean, don't get me wrong. If if you if your top lines Berge, Marchand, and Pasternak, you're not gonna go wrong at all. Like it's the best line in fucking hockey. Yeah. I don't. I, yeah. Maybe Colorado, but it's the best line in hockey. But when you dropped Pasternak down and he then he started playing with Halla and Taylor Hall and you bumped bumped DeBrusque up, it just deepened the lineup. Yeah, um, that's and they can, you know, because when it comes into the playoffs, you can't rely on one line to score all the time. You need you yep. need to be able to roll three, four lines and get get production from the especially the bottom three lines. Um, and so, I mean, it, it's just been a it's a whole different dynamic for the Bruins. Um, and I sorry, I just could you I kind of answered the question, but uh, Cassidy announced all Mark was starting tomorrow. Oh, good. I, and I, Auntie and I found it right here. It says uh, if you if for anybody who's like wants any Bruins news. There's a guy to follow. His name's Fudo Shinzawa, one of the best hockey beat writers on the planet. Um, and he tweeted out earlier today that he thinks that the Bruins expect Anti Rapta to start, not Anderson. So um, that'll be interesting to see what happens there. I usually get my info from Jack Edwards, so he's one of my I favorites. Fucking, yeah, I'll tell you one thing. I'm pretty happy about not having to listen to that asshole. Well, I think for round knows. one, you usually can. You do, but I will. I, I will be I listening have, to Jack Edwards, see, Boston. And the baseball. thing is, is I don't have, see, we have YouTube TV and Nesson's not on it. Um, uh, so I'll be, I'll listen to it on, uh, whatchamacallit there. Um, it'll be ESPN, I think. ESPN but I will say for the first time, by the way, in, a, in what, 30, 40 years. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it was that long, is it? It was like 20 years, 25 maybe. I don't but, know. It's been a while. But I will say for for people who like anybody who's not like maybe a huge hockey fan, me, um, Kevin, <laughs> and Kevin, if you uh if you actually like have any interest in getting into watching any hockey during these playoffs, I will make some recommendations on series to watch. Um, two of them start tomorrow night. That's Tampa and Toronto. That is going to be a goddamn battle. Uh, Tampa going through a three P. Toronto trying to get out of the first round for the first time in like fucking twenty years. Um. That's going to be a dog fight. Those are two of the better teams in the in the in the league. And then tomorrow night at 9:30, St. Louis and Minnesota. If you want to watch a, a series that's going to be a fucking bloodbath in terms of like physicality, watch those two teams play. They're going to beat the living shit out of each other. Um, Z- zero percent chance he watches. Any no, of I know. Those, but no, and then yeah, uh, I'm going to say, and then and then Tuesday night, uh, Pittsburgh and the Rangers. That should be a really high, hell of a series too. Um, like is Sidney Crosby still playing? Yeah. Oh yeah, he's still one of the He's not Sid yeah. the kid anymore though. He's Sid he's the still, fucking old he's man. Still, he's still really good though. Yeah. So, um, like the I, I don't really know many hockey players at all, but like is if I were to watch a game, would I be, like not liking hockey? Right? Would I be yeah. impressed watching Connor McDavid? Yes. Yeah. Dude, are he's are so they fast. in the playoffs? They play tomorrow night at ten. He is. They play the Kings. They, dude. He is. He's so fast. That that's the one thing you would like. You'll notice about him when he catches the puck, dude. He just like he just skates away from guys. He's fucking unbelievable. Mm-hmm. But really, from a from like a skilled like watching like some of the best plays in the world, the series to watch is probably Tampa and Toronto. Yeah. Because Austin Matthews is on another fucking. Austin Matthews this year. is right there with. Um, David, so. The what, Tampa the teams are on the Toronto. Player. He's on Toronto. Toronto, and Tampa's won back-to-back Stanley Cup. So yeah. Tampa's got the Tampa's got the 
best goalie in the world, in my opinion. They got the best defenseman in the world, in my opinion, in Vasilevsky and Victor Hedman. Um, that is going to be a fucking awesome series um, to watch. I just, I don't know. I, you guys know, I, like, the more, the older I've gotten, the more I've liked hockey. And my wife, being a huge hockey fan, has kind of contributed to that because we watch it a lot. But it's, to me, it's the best playoffs in the four major sports. Because um, it's like one of those things where, like, you kind of like wait around like every single shot is so important. I mean, I understand like every field goal in, in basketball is important. Every point in football is important, but hockey, it's like, you can legit just win a game one, nothing. Mm. So and like, it's just baseball is kind of similar to that one run, but I, uh, I freaking love hockey. I cannot wait for the playoffs to start tomorrow night. Um, and we'll get, get going with it. What, what I like I all just, the hockey talk. Yeah, I, I I hate it, but one thing I noticed, <laughs> and it's this is just probably with all sports, it just shows you like that it's like the year 2022 now. But like looking at guys' birth dates, like on these hockey teams, like this guy's born like after 2000. It's just really odd to see that. Yeah, it is. Say that again. This, there's like professional athletes who have been born after the year 2000. It's oh, weird yeah. to like look at that. Yeah. Because it seems like 2000 wasn't that long ago. It wasn't. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. Uh, it seems that way. Hey, so before getting to the starting five, do you want to gloat a little bit? Uh, no, I. Well, I do think we talked golf tournament. We had a golf. Um, there was eight of us who played this weekend, and you know, my biggest takeaway is that I haven't played in five years, and I was just excited to get out with the boys. Um, and it made me realize how much I like. It is so much fun. Um, just like not even the golf part, like that's part of it, but just like being around everybody and having a good time. And like, you know, we were playing music. We probably had a few too many drinks doing it. We had safe rides home. So, um, you know, get out there, have some friends, like have some friends go out and have a good time. And then, you know, if you know us and you're with us, I think we're going to get together sometime soon. If you want to play with us, I'm sure we can uh, add you to a tea time. We'll, we'll get some more people. I already know more people that want to play. So, you know, the, the biggest takeaway I have really is that we just had a good time doing it. It was, it was a blast awesome. for all yeah. of us. Yep. And, uh, it could have been know, a little less wanna... windy. could have been a little less windy, but it was cool. it was a good time. No, it was a real good time. And the course was in pretty good shape for how yeah. you know early in the year it was. The greens were lightning fast. Oh, they were uh, quick, dude. Um, but no, and it was, um, I will I'll give credit where credit's due. Shory and, uh, his partner, OJ won, um, that off of the net score. Um, I will say that it was similar to if the heat won the title this year, OJ was J butt and Shory was Udonis Haslam. Um, <laughs> yeah. but hey, someone's going to be that uh, leader in the clubhouse. <laughs> but, uh, no, we had a good time. Um, <laughs> yeah, I had a, you know, it was, it was, you know, it was, yeah. it was fun. You uh, know what? And that's what makes it great is that we had guys that were there. Nick Taylor was the second time ever playing. Um, he yeah. played one time last year, loved it, went and got new clubs for Christmas. And it was the second time. And I think he had a blast playing. Um, we didn't take it serious. Um, mm-hmm. You know what? I, you know, I, our team won. And I had fun with these guys yesterday um, doing it, but it was just a blast. And I'm excited to play again. And if we get last next time, I think I'll have just as much fun as getting it didn't even matter where we finished yeah really honestly we just had a great time doing it so get out with your friends do some fun stuff it could be disc golf it could be tennis it could be like get out and have fun with them i stopped getting pissed at myself a long time ago with golf dude i used to do it but now it's just it's not worth it yeah way way more fun if you just laugh at it 
Yeah, and it's like one of those things. Like you guys know, for me, I like play golf as much. Well, as much as I can. And I'll go and you try to go on golf trips and shit like that. So, I I mean, I do take it seriously, but um, you know, I've also gotten to the point now where it's like. I used to get really mad at myself when I do stuff stupid, but it's like now it's like, you know, I, I don't care that much. It was like, it was about going out and having a few beers yeah. with the guys. We had, had a ton of laughs, you know, we're, we're, you know, we're driving up on each other, kind of hollering back at each other a little bit. The, the, the two groups, you know, heckling the guys in the tee box. It, it's just, it's, it's a lot of fun. Um, so I will say I, quick you know, little, like the, the only funny part I really have, well, I can tell is uh, these guys were ahead of us. They were chirping at us from the neck from on a par three. I think it was 16. Um, and I'm like, fuck these guys. I'm going to hit a ball at them. Um, so I line up. I'm squared up right at the uh, the two carts in front of us. And it was my only par three that I put on the green or right on the, <laughs> like right on the fringe. So, um, yeah, about 30 yards from where I was shooting right on the green. Mm hmm. Yeah. And to uh, put in perspective on how the day went uh, to start off, I think I teed off first for both groups um, to start the round. And I completely snap hooked one and just crushed the maintenance shed. Just Did you see bad. how many hole marks were on the side of that thing? <laughs> Dude, that maintenance shed is just fucking peppered. Just peppered. It it's in a bad spot. Shouldn't even have sided. Yeah, just good. put plywood on it. Yeah. Hopefully, uh, next uh, the next time we do it, we'll we'll find a different track to play. Don't get don't get me wrong, none such. Pretty good shape, good nice mm-hmm. little track, but just trying to move it around a little bit. Uh, we yep. got plenty of options down by where you guys are, so that we do. Let's All right, do... we got to start in five. Yeah, this is gonna be a good one. Yeah, I think that I said that when I got on too that I think this will be a fun one. Um, top TV series, I think that. You know, we haven't, well, I think that, you know, there's going to be some varieties. I think, like, if I had to think, I know Fagola has one that I've probably never seen. Um, And I think I have one in here that you guys have probably never watched, or it doesn't matter to you guys, but I fucking love it. So, like, do I want to put it on here because I love it? And, like, I'm not going to get people talking, like, not that we have that people talking, but, like, is anyone going to be like, oh, that kid's an idiot for picking that? Uh, Who cares? The kind of high one about it. I'll I'm picking good. my I'm picking my favorite. If, if I haven't seen the show, I'm not putting it on my list. Right. Yeah. I'm. I agree. I I don't give a I don't care if someone says, "Oh boy, this guy won this one." It's like, come on. All right, Shorty. Let's get the uh, okay. You got some um, paper rolled on. Mixing them up right now. I have no idea. I feel like this is a big one to get the number one pick on. Really? I think it is. Maybe not. I don't know. I mean, I, I think it's. I don't know. Oh, wait, who's gonna... going? I've already seen it, and I don't want to say, like, you get this or you get that. Crumple them back up and do it again. Crumple. I'm going to crumple it back up. Hey, give me about. Okay, we're twisting them up. We're twisting them up. Who's going first? Kev, this is for you. I haven't picked one up yet. I'm still twisting them. Here it comes. Kev, you will be picking in the number one spot. That is not the one I had before. It was number two, so it is not. I have not picked number one yet. Well, what you go yeah, you did. You picked uh, the foods. No, I did. You tried. Yep. Yeah. Freaking Good call. So um, Fergola, you will be picking. <laughs> Sorry, right, dude. You are in the two spot. Is this been the most common like order? Probably. I think so. I think so. It's gotta be. All right. Let me get this thing started. 
Yes, sir. Yeah. All right. Um, this is a, by far my favorite show of all time. I couldn't even tell you the number of times I've seen this show through, uh, but it's The Office. Um, yeah. I, it's like it's just on repeat. And like I'm the, and I know a lot of people say like once Michael leaves, like we don't watch it anymore. We'll start it over. Blah blah. blah. It's like I I still watch the seasons after Michael left. I know they're not as good, but like there's still some good laughs in it. But easily my number one show, not even close to number yeah. two. I, yeah, I would have taken that, that, it, but I'm glad you guys got it because I think both of you guys watch more yeah, than me. Yeah, so that's I'm actually why, happy. why I think it was kind of big because I, I really think whoever was picking you know, ahead of each other, like if, if I picked in front of Kev, I was going to take it. Mm-hmm. And then obviously he did too. So, um, yeah, so that kind of sucks. But number two for me, um, a lot of people can fucking dog it because the way it ended. But it's the best, one of the best series of all time, and it's Game of Thrones. I absolutely love this show. Um, I didn't have as much of a problem with the ending as I think a lot of people did, but every other season on the show is, is freaking incredible. There's so many twists and turns and everything else in it. Absolutely love it. There's yeah. no show that made your like draw, jaw drop more times in this yeah. show. Like there was so many times where you're like, this guy's a main character, and it's like, oh, dead. This guy's a main character, dead. It's just like ev- there was so right. many, so many awesome episodes in the show. Like I could give a shit that the last couple episodes like weren't good. even with the last couple episodes thinking it was fucking awesome. It was incredible. I, um, it was uh, it was so cool because we had uh, we had a friend of ours who watched it. Him and his wife watched it after we all did. Um, and we were texting him in a group chat. And I remember being like, hey, what episode are you on? Mm-hmm. And he was legitimately at the Red Wedding episode. And we asked them to film their reactions live and watched him and his wife react to that scene live. It was fucking it was awesome. so goddamn comical. That was yes. cool. Um, so, but there's, like you said, there's a hundred of those moments in that show that they just made you like think that way. Yeah. And, and uh, it seemed like, and it seemed like in like the season five, season six, season seven, like every single person in America was watching this show. Like yeah. we all, like everyone in the office on Monday morning always talked about like what happened the night before in the, in the episode. Yeah. It, it like took like the, like everyone by storm, you know, it was like, yeah. it was like, it was like just an amazing following. Those would have been my number one and two, just, just mm-hmm. putting it out there before um, I take my next pick, but I will go. With the classic Seinfeld, um, Jerry, George, Elaine, Kramer, um, the best four friends. Um, they're all unique. They do different things. And every episode to me was just fucking laugh out loud. Um, it's like I grew up on it and I still can find myself watching it all the time. Yeah. The best thing about Seinfeld, dude, is that like you don't you can just pick up a random episode. You know, it doesn't really follow a storyline. So you can yeah. pick up random episode and every episode was just absolute gold it was like the really the first like comedy that like growing up that i, I really got into yeah yeah and i think it's like one of those things too like the older you get the you pick up more of some of the stuff because i feel like some of the jokes they make when you're mm-hmm. like 14 or 15 or whatever you might like may not completely understand what the hell they're talking about um but um for Should my Sorry, I lost uh, my mic there for a second, but I can hear you guys. I could hear you guys, but I couldn't. I don't think you guys could hear me. Anyways, we're back. Um, my next pick, I'm going to take Friends. Um, Ooh. Yeah. 
I took me a little bit longer to watch Friends. Uh, Kim always watched it, and it's just a classic. But also, I just love the the cast. And I grew up on it. You know what I mean? Like all through middle school and high schools, that's what it was. Where it was always on, um, even when you know it was an active season, you could see the old seasons playing every like seven o'clock. What? Keep losing my mic. Can you guys hear me? Yeah. Yep. Okay. So yeah, uh, Friends for me was easy. Um, definitely, definitely my next one. So I ne- I never watched Friends like when it was on TV like live, um, and then I met my wife. And I, she is right up there as one of like the biggest Friends fan there ever was. Like, you, I can ask her and be like, uh, "What season was it when? Uh, what episode was it when Chandler and Monica first kissed?" And she would tell me the season and the episode. Like, she knows it all. She like knows every name of every episode. And so because of that, like I've seen like a lot of episodes of Friends, and like I've grown to love it too. I think it's an awesome show. Yeah. Who's your favorite That's, character? It, it's the same. It's same with me. Dude. My wife watches. Used to watch it all the time, and I never really watch it. So our wife started it for all of us because same thing for me. Yeah. Like, I didn't mm-hmm. watch it until I, I'd go over Kim's and bang, we'd start watching it. Uh, my favorite character. Um, yeah. I think Phoebe's fucking hilarious. Yeah, Phoebe's awesome. Chandler's my favorite. So I said this to Katie, and I feel like I have to just like die in my sword for this dude. But like I said, Ross because Ross is like really miserable at times. But like Ross oh, has some fucking hilarious moments. He has some hilarious. No, Monica's easily the worst. Oh what? yeah, she's the worst. I like Monica. No, no, I hate her. She's the easily the worst. But Ross has some freaking like the time when they're in the apartment and um, Joey or Monica and Chandler are kissing across the way and they want to get his attention. And he starts dancing. Like that is like one of the funniest scenes of the show. Yeah. It is good. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty good. Uh, All right. Um, let me see here. I'm going back to the HBO. Well, um, and I'm going with true detective. The first season of True Detective may be one of my favorite seasons of television. Without a ever. fucking doubt. I it's yeah. unfucking believable. They they slipped off in season two. Season two was kind of boring. Nobody really gave a shit about it. Came back up in season season three with Mahersha Ali. But season one with McConaughey and Woody Harrelson. Yes. Maybe the best. It's unfucking believable. That and I so I love. I just love that show. I I love season one, but I ne- I couldn't even get into season two. I watched maybe two episodes, hated it, and then season three I never even gave a chance because I hated two so much. But two wasn't related to one at all. No, no, no. It was totally a different series. So if you yeah. just went like you know True Detective season one or True Detective one, well, I, which I would have, but I didn't know how specifically we were going to get with it. it. Yeah, no, I get what you're no, saying. Well, I actually wrote down when I first made the list. I said True Detective season one. Yeah. I'm like I don't think mm-hmm. I can just go like yeah. certain seasons. But so I just went with the show in general, but I fucking love that show. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so like my favorite shows of all time, The Office, Game of Thrones, and then this one. And I feel like these three are like top three, like in the fourth isn't really close to them either, but it's Breaking Bad. I think Breaking Bad is um, I feel like when it first came out, they didn't have a huge following. And then like it picked up steam and then like it became like everyone like loved Breaking Bad. Um I feel like there's never been a better like character um, development. development, yeah, progression than Walter White. I think it's the greatest of all time, and I'd be shocked if like anything ever beats that because I think it was just like truly a masterpiece. He was incredible. Never seen it. 
really stupid. unbelievable yeah no, dude, I know I think I, that, I've watched I'm pretty sure Lynn and I have tried it like two or three times we get like two or three episodes in and I just can't fucking get past the first few episodes the first few episodes suck gotta get by it dude I know and that's what and, and you know what's weird to me is that I say that I can't get past the first few episodes of that show but when people ask me to say something about Game of Thrones, I'm like, the first season's a little slow. You just got to get past it. And then it's awesome, but yeah. I just can't, like... And then now, we, I just... We have no fucking time to watch television shows anyway with the kids. Right. But, mm-hmm. um, or, or, well, we probably would if I didn't go to bed at, like, 9 o'clock every night. It doesn't obviously um, add up to as many as Game of Thrones, but Breaking Bad has a couple, like, your jaws in the ground, like, by the end of yeah. the episode, you know, type things, so... Yeah. That's what I've heard. All right. Um, I think this maybe is a little bit of a theme, like where like the final seasons of these shows like start to suck. Maybe they the writers let them go too long. But to me, I've watched a show a lot of times and it's Lost. I think like the first like three seasons of Lost were like just absolutely epic. I think like it it was one of those shows where it was like such like a different. Um, it was kind of like the first thing that really did like a like a plane wreck type you know thing and i feel like all the shit that was happening on the island was just like crazy shit happening and i thought it was like must watch tv so they had like distinctive codes in the show and people were like freaking out trying to figure out what they were we mm-hmm. had um we used to get together in high school like eight of us and go watch it uh at dean mccrillis's house every every like thursday night um and we would all be like holding hands freaking out like what just happened what is that what is what does six eight four three nine three eight mean? Like, mm. look it up, look it up. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, never seen it. Yeah, well, this isn't looking good for you, Gola. <laughs> Do you remember no, the numbers? Still. Do you remember the actual numbers? I I only I've only watched it the first time, so it's at least fifteen, sixteen years ago. I think it's four, eight, fifteen, sixteen, twenty-three, forty-two. That sounds, what the hell is it? What does it? What as, does it mean? It was watched just it. radio code going. I'm not and, watching that whole fucking show to figure it out. I'll Google yeah, it's, it. It's the right numbers. I got it. Rushed it right. We're good. That's like a good trivia question one day. Mm-hmm. All right, g you're up. All right, so this one's probably going to be a little bit of like a recency thing for me. Um, but it pisses me off. The show's not going to continue, but I think it's the best show Netflix has put out. They, and it's fucking stupid of them to, to not continue to make it. And I think that's Mindhunter. I mm. fucking love that show. Um, I It's one of the best like original things I think Netflix has ever put out that I've watched. Um, and I just think it's, it doesn't make any goddamn sense that they're not going to continue the show. But uh, the first few seasons are freaking awesome. I never would have thought of this show, like, and maybe I wouldn't have thought of it because they just only did two seasons, I think, right? So, uh, but yeah, this show was freaking incredible. And I think the biggest thing, what they said, because David Fincher was like the creator, director, and he just went on to like do other other projects. But didn't he get like a Marvel movie or some shit? And he's like, I just, it's it's unreal. Like, I the the stuff that Netflix does, some of the shows that they cancel and some of the ones they keep on, like they get another, it's like they have 27 fucking bacon championship shows on there. And then mm-hmm. they make some original content and they're like, I ah, know we're not going to do it. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah. I am notorious. So I'm an idiot, but I'm notorious for telling Kim that I have it like, cause 
sometimes Kim will be gone and I'll just like watch movies and I'm so bad at remembering the names of them. And she'll be like, you want to watch this movie? And I'll be like, yeah, sure. It sounds great. So we start watching it and I'm like 10 minutes in. And I'm like, should I tell her? I've already fucking seen it. So I'm just so bad with names. So like Mindhunter I have seen and I'm like, Mindhunter, Mindhunter, Mindhunter. And I had to Google it, like look it up. I'm like, oh yeah, I've seen it. It was great. Yeah. Did like it a lot. That show, that show sets the tone right from fucking Jump Street the first like five minutes. When they have that, like, um, hostage situation. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck? But anyways, yeah, I, I don't know. I It's, like I said, it's probably a recency thing for me, but I fucking love that show. Uh, the cool thing about that show is, and I think they got some good actors for to play the serial killers, but, like, I'm sure the makeup did a lot of things. But if you looked at the guys in the show compared to, like, what they really looked like in real life, it was, like. It was unreal. It was crazy, yeah. It was, like, the same person looked like. So I'm going to go with the back-to-back jerseys here. Um, I'm going <laughs> the Sopranos um, in the third round, um, which to me was Game of Thrones before Twitter and everything. So, you know, with the mob and Tony and everyone backstabbing and you never knew where it was going to go. Um, just a classic. I watched it probably when I was in high school with Kim. And then uh, my brother-in-law started watching it again. So, like, um, we just watched it again last year. Just a classic, awesome episode. Some are slow, but um, I just love mobs, man. Like, I love any, like, bad crimes and uh, just seeing, like, how crazy these fucking people are in their minds and, like, they just shoot you for fucking saying the wrong thing to them. So here's my take on this. I've never seen the full thing through. I've only maybe yeah. seen the first season, which is shocking because I... Er- I think when people see these lists that we've made today, people are going to be like, oh, my God, that's the best value pick of all time, Soprano. Because Soprano could probably be 1-1, one, one, like first yeah. round, first pick, right? Like any list you look at for like top like shows of all time, it's like Sopranos is one or two every show, every time. So the fact that I haven't seen it, it like it surprises me because I feel like I would love it. I just haven't given it the chance yet. I think I anti-Belichick this draft because – I was going to take Sopranos number two, but I was like, friends will never get back to me. And I don't think either of these guys have watched Sopranos. So I Belichick the fuck out of this draft by waiting and uh, getting Sopranos in round three. Take some, uh, take some pointers on that Fagola. Anti Belichick. That dude, that dude would have taken this one, Jersey Shore, my next pick. <laughs> uh, the classic cast of the Jersey Shore. Uh, Jesus I, fucking Christ, dude. I have never laughed at a show more in my entire life. Um, from the hookups <laughs> to grenades, uh, the the fights, um, Snooky, Ronnie. Oh my God, they're all amazing. I could go through all of them. I've seen them all. I've seen them more. Then probably three times every season. I still watch it. I'm I'm a junkie for reality TV. Um, but just an epic, awesome cast. Never seen it. The situation. Oh my god. No, I haven't good. either. We've seen like now we're at a point where I've seen like full circle. Like Mike was uh you know banging every girl he could in Jersey Shore, and then Mike you know, got caught on, well, was on drugs. And then he, you know, went to jail for a year, prison for a year because he, you know, fucked with his feds on his taxes. And now he's sober and he's like a motivator for people. And he's just an awesome human being married with kids. Like it's, it's just, to me, I love it. Is it the same people from the original? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They got to be like 50. 
do they still go out to like the actual Jersey Shore and party? They go all over the country now, like on vacations. And, you know, Paulie D's like one of the, the, well, he is the richest DJ in the world. And like, he'll show up and like, be like, Hey, I got us some Lambos for the weekend. You guys want to go rip these up? And, uh, it's just, it's fucking awesome. Do they still drink and like do stupid shit or, uh, Paulie and, um, Vinny do, um, but Snooki's a mom and she still gets fucked up. Jay Wow's a mom, still gets fucked up. Dina nice. still gets fucked up. Um, but Ronnie has been off because he keeps getting in domestic assaults with his girlfriends. Um, Sammy is off because she doesn't want to be around Ronnie because I'm sure they had some domestics. Um, let's see. The drama. Mike, Mike's sober oh, now. He's drama. still fun. I love them all. Like I can go through them all. They're they're like family to me, man. That's how much I've watched it. <laughs> Unbelievable. Dude, we used to get together every Thursday night, like me, Care, Kim, uh, Brennick, and we would fucking get a get a twelve pack and hang out on the couch like it was it was Jersey. Jesus Christ. Pretty passionate about that one. Yeah, I I can see that. I can see, see, I can see that too. Yeah, I mean that one definitely wasn't. Uh, what well, what was better breakdown? Fagola's uh, hockey or my Jersey Shore? They're both pretty. <laughs> you good. know more about you probably know more about the Jersey Shore than I know about hockey. That's not a good thing. <laughs> Holy fuck! Oh, I there's a couple ways I can go with this. Um, I'm gonna go with the show that has legit my probably my favorite character in any show of all time. And that's Nick Miller from New Girl. I mm. absolutely love New Girl. Nick Miller is legit at my spirit animal, animal when it comes to a bunch of shit. The guy is fucking hilarious. Um, I just, I never thought it was, and I think it's weird. I can't stand um, Jess and New Girl. I, I, she drives me fucking nuts. But everybody else, like Winston, um, Schmidt, Nick. Uh, even I Coach. This, even Coach. I just think that show is uh, so goddamn funny. It's one of the ones, like, if I can't figure out what to watch or if my wife and I can't figure mm-hmm. out what to watch, we just, like, throw some episodes on. And you still have, like, laugh-out-loud moments in it, no matter how many times you've seen it. It's funny. I love New Girl, and I never even thought of even putting this on my like my little list I put together. But I've seen that show a few through quite a few times. It's pretty damn good. What about the part? I can't remember when Coach comes back. He walks into the into the apartment and he, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna do a really bad like rendition of it, but he's like, "Who's ready to party?" <laughs> his um, his yeah, voice his, is so good. His voice is so ridiculous. And the thing about like that show, just like some of the shit that fucking Nick says in the show, is it's like I I can't even do it. I just like die laughing every fucking time. Um, I feel like I, the earlier episodes were better than the later episodes for me. Um, like I watched the first three season religiously. And then after that, I kind of like fell off it and, and just watched it if it was on TV. But I, yeah, I thought like, did, I think everybody had like the nerdiest crush on Zoe De- Dejanel. Mm-hmm. Uh, she plays like the perfect little cute nerd. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. She's just so annoying. Like I just, she's so obnoxious in that fucking show. All right, so I got my uh, last two picks right here, boys. Make them good. Make them count. All right. Um, with my fourth round pick, uh, I am gonna go with Survivor. Um, 
I think survive like I feel like uh real world road rules kind of put like the whole reality show thing on the map and I think Survivor is the one that made it kind of go like mainstream. But if there was like one TV show that I could go on, I'd want to go on the show. I would probably be the first one voted out because I would probably be awful at it, but everything about Survivor, I love it. I am I've seen just about every season, probably missed a couple of the really original ones, but uh love it. I've never seen a single I mean, I'm sure I've watched an episode, but I've never like watched it right through a whole season. I watched the early ones and then I went probably 15, 20 years without watching it. And I am religiously, I am such a junkie for reality TV, but I am religiously back into it. Um, I talked to Kev about it. We try to, you know, whenever we're caught up on episodes, but um, I love it. I love that they're like continuous. They go like, a month without it, and it feels like it comes right back again. Um, no, nah, I've, I've been having a blast watching it. Love the show. Yep. All right, and my last pick. Um, I am going to go with Jeopardy. To me, like, I absolutely love trivia. If there's, like, I, I mean, I used to host trivia back in Rumford. Just if there's something going on with trivia, it's like, I want to know what's going on with it. I just love it. Like we have shit at work. It goes on. It's like, I always take part in this trivia stuff at work. So like Jeopardy is by far the best trivia show. Um, yeah, I mean, RIP lost a legend in Trebek, dude. Greatest ever do it, but shows money. Yeah. I didn't even actually think of, uh, think of that, but that's, yeah, that's good, dude. It's classic. Oh shit! I have so I have like twelve left on my list. I don't know where to go with it. Twelve? I have two, four, six, eight, sure. ten of them left. Um. All right, I'm just gonna go with probably outside of the office, and I I, I think I just held on to this one because I thought there may have been a chance, Kev, but with New Girl because I do know he's a New Girl fan. Um, so I held on to this one because I didn't think anywhere. Would do, go with it but this is my second favorite like sitcom other than the office and that's the league i think that fucking show is so goddamn funny um it's you know a group of guys playing fantasy football ragging on each other all the time um i think rafi's one of the like the funniest secondary characters of any show ever um but no the league it's the same thing with the office or even to a girl just put it on in the background while i scroll through my phone and do whatever and get a bunch of laughs out of it it's a classic uh I think the first couple seasons they like made it a lot about sports and like um, fantasy, and then it went straight to comedy after that. And I thought it got better at later seasons. Um, so like I feel like if people watch it and they're like, oh, it's a lot of football and a lot of like fantasy talk, and then it gets just fucking downright hilarious. One of my favorites for sure. Could watch it. Like probably one of the only ones I could just watch over and over and over and over. You seen it, Kev? I feel like when it first came out, because this one came out in 2009, I think I feel like I watched the first couple episodes and I just didn't stick with it. So, no, I have not seen the whole thing. The Sheila Bowl. The Sheila Bowl. Rafi is like, like I said, he is. Oh, my God. When they bring oh Rafi in, he takes it's, what? Like, uh, he gets a spot here and a spot there, but he's not right off, right? Oh, and then he's like, yeah, this first couple. Ruxin's my like, favorite. Ruxin's my favorite. Ruxin's so goddamn funny, dude. I fucking can't and stop like, no, it's it shows so goddamn funny. Yeah. 
I also had nine TV shows left, uh, and the league was on there, so I'm down to eight. Um, I'm going to have to go with the one that I, I think is the best, that is my favorite, um, Curb Your Enthusiasm. I hate going with like Seinfeld and Curb because they're both Larry David, but Curb Your Enthusiasm is so raunchy. Uh, I've never like... When I first started watching it, have you guys ever seen it? Mm-mm. No. Larry no. David puts you like it's funnier than to me. It's funnier than Seinfeld. Seinfeld's just more iconic. Yeah. But Larry David puts you in situations where he's on, like obviously doing a show, and you're feeling awkward. Like, oh my god, I can't believe this is the situation he's in. And it's, I feel like every one of the situations you've probably been in once in your life, and you're like, fuck. But it's just, he's just hilarious. Um, he is such a bad human being, and it's so funny. Um, oh, you got, what you guys should, what watch. was that on? Was it on show? It's HBO? HBO is still going. HBO. Oh, they're still doing new oh, shows. Yeah. Oh yeah. News, new season still. Are those, are those like 20 minute episodes, 22 minute episodes? 30, I think. 30. Yes. I might have to get, I mean, I love Seinfeld, so I probably, and I then they like, a chance. They, there's a part where they bring on a guy named Leon and it's like season six, and he's supposed to be in for one episode, and he's like so funny that he ends up sticking in the whole show. It's, um, it's, it's, it's JB Smooth, right? Is that yeah, yeah, yeah. And he is, oh my God, is he funny? It just made it so much better. Uh, yeah. Dude, when you said that you were gonna go with your your favorite show, I just thought you were gonna say the challenge. It's that that's literally where my two Dude. choices were the sure. challenge and this, and I was like, well, I'm gonna have two MTVs, Jersey Shore, and the challenge. And, I, and then I was gonna say, well, I have two two Seinfeld curbs. And I think I'm gonna go with curb. So I actually thought sure, but one of the ones that I thought you were gonna go with that we wouldn't have done was Sons of Anarchy. I have SOA. I have Ozark. Which I mm. fucking love. I have not seen the new, the second half of the new one started Thursday. I figured you guys would say Friday Night Lights. I have Friday Night Lights. I, um, I have Ted Lasso. I don't know if you guys have seen that. It's awesome. It's I, only two, no. I think I only watched the first episode and didn't like it, so I stopped. Oh my god, it gets so much. Kev, I hated the first episode, yeah. and then it becomes like so awesome. I love it. Um, and they won like all like the awards during whatever show it is, but no, I, I do highly recommend Ted Lasso. Uh, I had, I, uh, go ahead. Okay. Go. No, no, go, go ahead. ahead. I was going to say, there's one on my list that, um, it's kind of funny. And it's just because like, like I love trivia and like growing up, I feel like this had everyone on like primetime who wants to be a millionaire. Who wants to be a millionaire. Yeah. Yeah. I just, in that, it's not like it was a great TV show, but I just feel like it had like the entire nation, like just it sucked into it. Every, it. every, whatever. Yeah. I look back and like look at them and list the ones that I have. Most of it's like stuff that I've seen recently. Mm-hmm. Like there's one that Lynn and I are watching. Like there's a new season come out on Netflix recently. It's a lost the last kingdom. That's a pretty awesome show. Um, Entourage. I like, I always like Entourage. Peaky Blinders, Deadwood, which is on HBO. Turn, which is a show on AMC, but the spies in the American revolution. Um, and then I had Boy Meets World on there. It's probably my favorite show from like my childhood. But uh, one of them I have on here is another HBO like mini series, and it was fucking incredible. It was Chernobyl? Chernobyl's good. Yep. So good, dude. Uh, have you guys? Have you guys seen The Wire? 
I have never I've, seen Kim started it this year and uh, never finished it. I've yeah. probably seen four or five episodes, but uh yeah, I, I never finished it either. I think I watched the first, like, two seasons, maybe. But, like, everything I saw for, like, greatest shows, it was, like, Sopranos, The Wire, Breaking Bad. It was, like, top three. Yeah. Yeah. It's the same with that. Like, I watched, like, either the first season or the first, like, season and a half. And then I feel like with, like, what happened with, like, what happens with Lid Night a lot is we'll start watching a show. And then, like, like right now the NHL playoffs will start. And we're just like, mm-hmm. well, we'd rather watch the hockey than the show. Yeah. So we're like we always just like stop watching it. Um. So. And then we just like, never get back on the horse or get back on the wagon with it. Uh, I'm surprised you didn't have keeping up with the Kardashians. I fucking hate that show. Me? Fugo- well, Fugola, he puts him on his most hated. Right. Yeah, I, no. Lid watches it all the time. Thankfully, what she'll do is like when we come down here to record, she'll watch it when I'm not. Up there, or if I like, yeah. like when she, she's obviously back to work now, but when she wasn't, she'd like, when the kids are napping, she'd watch an episode or something. I don't have to listen to it, pound my head off a wall. I think if Katie Katie made the list, it would have been like Friends one, Keeping Up with the Kardashians two, then like Keeping Up with Lamar and Chloe three, then like Kim and Courtney take Miami four. <laughs> 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 oh shit! Uh, Kim's would all be housewife. Housewives of Atlanta. Housewives of Jersey Shore. Mm-hmm. Jer- housewives of L.A. Orange County. Uh, and I, I unfortunately end up watching. I actually love junk TV, so I watch them too. As a uh, weirdo. Little will watch it like some of those once in a while, but I mean, she watches the Kardashians. She watches. Um, I don't know. There was one of the other like. It was one of the housewives is like Utah or something or I don't know. One of those. I don't know. I just can't fucking do yes, it. Yes, it does. One of them. They're crazy. Like one of them is married to her grandfather. It's the weirdest thing. Yeah, I, it's, nah, it's so it's fucking real. weird. <laughs> um, well, that was, that was good, dude. That was nice. That was- um, I, if I was going to do a trade grade, we don't have any in our fantasy league. So I was, uh, I was going to do the, uh, Cole straight chain, trade him back to get Cole strange in the first round, got a few picks. Um, you know, the, 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 I just think that everything that happened in that first round with Bill Belichick was botched. Um, F, um, give me a better player. Why are you trading back? Just take players that have value in that fucking spot. Um, so Bill Belichick right now, definitely on the, the show, shorey shit list of human beings and, uh, sports guys. Uh, and I think a couple weeks ago we were talking and I said that I'm Udoka right now is the second best coach in Boston behind Alex Cora. And I think the goal was stopping my tracks. No, uh, I asked you, I asked you ahead of Belichick. I just asked you. And you know what? I'm sticking with it. Bill sucks right now. He's, he's just. He's got to adapt to the times, man. You got to get speed on the field. You got to, you got to, what you're doing, what you're doing is obviously not working. I think that biggest thing is the Jets had a nasty draft. The Bills getting Elam like ahead of the Pats there. And then the Dolphins had about one pick in this entire draft. And like, it's like, it seems like the Dolphins and the Patriots are in the same draft grade, you know? You're probably right. Yeah. I mean, if you count Tyree Kill as a draft pick, then they hit a fucking home run. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, well, you also have to have somebody that can get him the fucking ball, too. 
Tua's coming out party. It's, it's, I uh, I was like, going the hell with Tyrell. I think that was one of the things that made like with Hill so good is like Mahomes can like delay plays with his feet, and Hill people just can't stay with Hill for that fucking long. Right. And he's able to get a, get it loose on guys. That's not gonna happen with Tua. Mm-hmm. He needs to get the ball out in a fucking hurry. No. He's not a great escape guy. And if you're asking him to escape and then he takes a big shot, who the fuck knows what happens with that hip um, or the, the arm? I mean, there's a lot of things that go bad there. So, see. Yeah. Um, you guys got anything else? No, I don't think so. We'll, uh, we'll <laughs> be talking again on Wednesday, drop another episode on Thursday. Beers, dads, and ball. Um, we appreciate everybody who uh, – Liked all the tweets, <clears throat> care, and Instagrams <laughs> on uh, the golf the golf day. But uh, and then thanks for all of our friends coming out and golfing, and hopefully we get more people to join us next time, and we'll uh, do some more photos and tweets and put them all up there and and Instagram posts and going live and all that shit. So again, we appreciate it. Um, make sure you uh, follow us and make sure you are. Uh, what is it called? The uh, subscribing to our podcast. There we go. Subscribing. That was the word. There we go. I struggle with that word. I always struggle at the end of the podcast, but <laughs> make sure you're subscribing, you're liking, and uh, you guys love us. We love you, and uh, we'll you'll hear from us Thursday. Peace. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Yeah.